0: Hello, everybody. It's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. So here it is, almost Christmas. <clears throat> and um, today's podcast is about contentment. And that can spread a myriad of situations, and I'll probably cover a couple here. But, um, you know, when I was a kid, when I was a young young fellow... For those people who don't know me, can't see me, never seen me, I'm a short fellow. And uh, when I was growing up, I was always always the runt, always the last one picked. Uh I couldn't play football with the big guys. I was old enough, but I wasn't big enough. Graduated high school, I weighed 98 pounds. And I'm five foot one today, but I don't weigh ninety eight pounds anymore. But um, you know, my mother took me to the doctor. I want to know about, you know, my height. I was so small, and the doctor said uh, he could give me hormones to make me grow. And you know, I say I don't know why, but I guess the Lord was looking after me. And Made me think wisely at that time. And I said, you know, I don't want hormone shots. Don't know if it's going to make me have size 14 feet and big ears and whatever. You know, um, I'll be just what God created me to be. And my mom was surprised that I said that. And, you know, then I took on the world. Um, remember when I went and joined the army? So much abuse because I was the smallest one there. I had to do everything twice so that all the big guys could see if a little guy could do it. The sergeants didn't want to hear no crying and complaining about it being too difficult. So one day, uh, Got in line at the pay phones, because that was a long time before cell phones. And I got in line, and I called my parents, and I said, You know, I want you to call every congressman, senator, whoever, and get me out of here. I'm tired of this. And I turned around, hung up, turned around, and started walking back, and I saw all those people standing there. And I got right back in the back of the line and made another phone call home and said, You know what? I'm not going to start life out being a quitter. If they throw me out, then they throw me out. But I'm not quitting. And I made a career out of it. But you know, it's funny. I just had an encounter with a lady. I've had several encounters with ladies. A lot of encounters with ladies that don't want to go out with you because you're shorter than them. And, you know, there's so many people in the world that are looking for relationships and acceptance and someone to treat them right, and then they put a boundary on it for height, and they don't know what they're missing. That's okay. You know, that's okay. They'll continue to be lonely. And I really, you know, I think about it. You don't want that kind of person that's that shallow, you know. But some people, young people, it bothers them if they're not tall enough or Don't have the looks or the money. And you know, I credit with my family for bringing me up in a church. And me having a good relationship with the Lord. And being happy with who I am. And you know, like I said, this is the Christmas season. There's a lot of people who are wanting people in need. People who don't have and <coughs> excuse me, people that don't have but really want their kids to have more. And I understand I understand. But you know, the greatest struggle in life is trying to get ahead. It doesn't matter your size. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter how much money your family has. Look at the royalty in Great Britain. I mean two boys born into royalty i mean that will never happen to 99.999% of the world's populations those two boys prince and what uh, um harry and william born into royalty and yet one is unhappy because he doesn't have what he wants. You just can't get everything you want. You, you've got to learn to be at peace with who you are. My daughter was talking to me today about um, finances and things and World, and it's like you know, every time I get one step ahead, I get, (coughs) excuse me, I get knocked two steps back, and I'm like, Yes, that is the way of the world. But your character is determined by your perseverance and how you endeavor to succeed. We all struggle. I was talking to another friend who's having some issues in life. and I said, don't let your past define you. It's what makes you. But look at the future as you can choose to make whatever you want to out of it. You're not limited in your future because of your past. Maybe your future is expanded. Maybe your view of your future is not as convoluted. Maybe it will narrow your focus. Maybe it will point you in a direction you never thought about going. Don't ever confine yourself. You're the own control of your own destiny. You you want to sit at home in a pity party. That's your own fault. You know, after my wife died, it took me a while. And I realized restaurants sold food to people that came in there by themselves just as much as they sold food to people that came in there in couples. And I had to get used to going out and eating by myself. And I say used to, well, I used to do it before I got married. But now now it became kind of a, a pity party. And I said, I'm not going to be in the pity party. But the great thing about it is, where I started this conversation is, my parents brought me up right. They brought me up with a fear of the Lord and respect of the Lord And I've known I've never, ever been alone. He's always been there with me. And you know, here it is, Christmas again. And I'm alone because of the weather, really. But... I'm going to go spend time with grandkids. I'm not confining myself to quarters because of a pity party. I'm thankful that I have a God that was born and came and died on the cross for me and has given me so much in life. Do I have everything I need? I have more than I need. That's the reality of it all. We, Most of us have more than we need. But we have the luxury of having, of being able to have more than we need. This is not like the Middle Ages or Seventeen, eighteen hundreds, 1800s where people only had a couple of changes of clothes at the best. We don't have to work every summer to make food and canned food and cure animal meat so that we can eat through the winter and cut wood. We pretty much all have electric or oil heat or something like that and food and freezers and cans. And food that's just a drive away to the nearest store. We're really spoiled individuals. But in our spoiled self, we need not forget the reason we're having this holiday. That Christ did come and die for us. should be a season to be celebrated, and why we why we confine it to one month, well, who knows, but too many people have commercialized it and make it about buying presents and giving presents, and to me, it's more important to be with your loved ones, you can only wind a watch back. But time keeps on going. You can't get it back. The verse I found was in Philippians 4.10. He says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, you lacked but you lacked opportunity, not in regard I speak to need, but for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound, meaning he knows how to be without and he knows how to be with. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, to both abound and And to suffer need. And the last verse is very famous. I mean, a lot of people remember it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. I pray everyone has a Merry Christmas, a safe year. It's staying warm wherever you are. And I pray you have... Health and happiness this holiday. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Be safe. And I'll catch up with you later.